HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Heritage Radio Network is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Welcome to The Grape Nation, your weekly wine journey. This week, we're going to talk about Bordeaux 2020. The Union des Grands Cru de Bordeaux was recently in New York with over 100 wineries pouring their new 2020 vintage. I got a chance to speak with six different wineries from different regions in Bordeaux, and the consensus is the 2020 vintage is excellent. The third in a trilogy of great vintages after 2018 and 19. This was a walk around tasting with hundreds of people and wineries in Midtown Manhattan. It was a little noisy and frenetic, but the wineries were able to take some time to tell us about their wines and the vintage. We spoke to Chateau Béchevel in Saint-Julien, Chateau Coutet, the sweet wine from Barsac, Domaine de Chevalier in pessac Lyonian, Chateau Cantenac Brown in Margot, Chateau Caf. La Gaffliere in Saint Emilion and Chateau Pichon Longueville Comtesse de Lalande in Poilac. I'm your host, Sam Ben Ruby. Stay with us for the Grape Nation on the Heritage Radio Network. We bring wine to the people. I'm here with Erwin Le Brosay from Chateau Becheville, which is a personal favorite of mine. I've drank many, many vintages. So, Erwin, tell me about the 2020 vintage. 2020 vintage for us is a, a very great vintage. Wow. Uh, we had a perfect condition during, uh, during uh, the winter with a perfect, very low temperature to have a great rest for the vine, uh, a great season for the flowering process, and after a magnificent Indian summer during harvest. And that's why we had in the, in the glass this very great fruitness, freshness, a very nice balance. Uh, with uh, some very crispy uh, fruit, uh, a very great ripe on the Cabernet Sauvignon, and um, that's why this uh, very to breakdown for Belgeville is a little bit unusual with a, a largest proportion of Cabernet Sauvignon, 51 for 45 Merlot and four uh, Petit Verdot. So the three, the three grapes. Exactly. 
So 18, 19, and 2020 were good vintages. Where does 2020 fit in there? Uh, 2020 is a little bit like the same profile as 18. Okay. Uh, it's a sunny year. Sunny year? Sunny year, yeah. Okay. Um, so talk to me about the characteristics of the wine because of that. So you said the Cabernet was... Cabernet with a, a perfect ripeness. Uh, because first, uh, and after a great Merlot, uh, the proximity with the river for Belgeville brings this uh, very uh, cool temperature. And that's why we can uh, keep this uh, very great uh, balance for the Merlot. It's not too heavy. Uh, and we keep this very deep fruit. We have some uh, very great note of uh, black fruit. Uh, and uh, I'm impressed by uh, this uh, 2020 uh, Belgeville. Because you can I'm feel the black current, uh, the black current flavor is incredible and uh, arrive very quickly and uh, with this uh, very great intensity. So one last thing: some vintages are hard, some are easy, some are hard with great results, some are hard with okay results. What kind of vintage was this? Was, this, was it challenging? Was it relatively easy? 2020 was a very uh, not easy because uh, it's vintage. It's, uh, we, 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 we do a lot of care about the viticulture and something like that. And uh, we had some pressure for mildew in the spring. Because of the early rain. Exactly. But uh, the management on the vineyard was very good. And the, the last treatment was uh, in the beginning of July. It's a very good sign for the uh, airs on the, on, the, on the vineyard. And after, during the vinification, it was so easy to extract. Well, good. Good juice in the uh, field makes vinification easy. Exactly. What kind of practices out in the vineyards? I mean, are you sustainable, organic? I mean, we are not organic, but um, we uh, we want to avoid too much treatment and too too much chemical because we want to build up uh, the natural health of the the vine. Uh, and uh, and uh, for different points, uh, first the. Um, also the, the, the vine about the financial less we uh, treat more is for, more the best for, for us and uh, no no we uh, it's very very uh, important for us to respect the environment and uh, and um, and the employees well thank you I'm happy that I'm gonna taste the wine when I shut this off I'm happy that it was a good all right, I'm here with Eileen Bally from Chateau Coutet, which is one of the great sweet wines of Bordeaux. Um, tell me about the 2020 vintage. A beautiful vintage. We were very lucky because we were patient. So we took our time, and when the Betrice arrived, we had the right amount of team to be able to re be reactive, but patience was an important part of a successful Patience harvest. towards what? The weather, the changing yes, conditions? Absolutely. Yeah, we needed to have humidity. We needed to have... Uh, the Betrice arrived to concentrate our grapes, to bring us all that beautiful complexity that you find in the sweet wines of Bordeaux. It's and funny, when you say concentrate grapes, yeah. growers wait for that perfect moment. You have this later wait, yes. you know, for yeah, we need to, Yeah, We need the, the maturity of the grape, and then we need the attack of the Betrice. So, ripe, sorry, the, in, in English, the ripe grape. Yes. So, 20 was a good vintage, pretty good run, 18, 19, and 20. Yes. How do you compare 20 to the three vintages? Uh, I think for us at Coutet, you're going to find um, a lot of bodies, 
beautiful volume. You're going to have a very floral honey characteristic to it. Uh, and you always are going to have that Coutet finish that uh, people who, who know Coutet have come to love, that uh, vivid finish, that very long finish. Coutet comes from the word knife because we have a beautiful city that really cuts through the sweetness of the, uh, of the wines. So you're going to have a very ginger, fresh, long finish. Is the taste profile char characteristic you're talking about? Is that typical of each year Absolutely. or there was yeah. a nuance this year? Well, I think the nuance for us, I think there's a bit more of this floral honey. That's what I pick up when I'm tasting the wine right now, but you always have that very clean, consistent, um, vivid finish. So typical Coutet in the style, but of course with the expression of the vintage with a bit of a floral honey characteristic that I find a bit more prominent than usual. Uh, we tend to be more in the citrus characteristic here. I, I see a bit more of a floral honey. Nice. Now we stand here in a crowded room with all your friends, but we forget that this was the COVID vintage. It was, I mean, yes. Sep <laughs> it was. September, you start yeah. pulling grapes off the vines. Yeah. I mean, everything broke in the world in March. Yeah. Obviously, you survived it. Yes, we did. Uh, you know, we're very lucky that at the estate, our team uh, has been with us multiple generations. So there's a family feel and everyone, uh, yeah, we got through it. Yeah, we did every Friday. We had a barbecue for lunch. Nice. That was uh, how we decided as a family, my uncle and I, we decided that throughout this whole period, we'd have barbecue every Friday as a team. So Sort of family, yes. team building. Yeah. Outside, of course. We were outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you're not picking grapes yeah. anyway. Yeah, Who's yeah. barbecuing outside? Well, I want to taste the wine. I'll do sure. that off air. Um, thank you for your time. And it sounds like the wine's great. So I'm talking to Hugo Bernard from Domaine de Chevalier, Domaine Chevalier, which is a personal favorite, so it's emotional. So tell me about the 2020 vintage. So 2020 was a warm vintage in the beginning with a very warm summer, but finally uh, we had some rain in the beginning of September, so the whites are very fresh, finally, and the red is the same thing. So it's very drinkable, very rich, so with a, with a good start, but it's only 13.5 alcohol, and with a very long aftertaste, it's a lovely vintage to keep, but also a lovely vintage to drink right now. Um, so 18, 19, and 20 were good vintages. Yes. So 20 compared to the other two? 18 is very warm, very rich. It's a very classic Bordeaux to age, so impossible to open a bottle right now. And 19 is quite different. It's a, it's a white vintage with a lovely acidity, very long aftertaste. So 19 is very fresh, very long. 19, uh, 18 is very rich and 20 just in between. So this was a COVID year, which we forget because we're, we're in a big room with all our friends and everything. Was it a difficult vintage as far as? It was an easy vintage, nothing to do with Encela. The, the small difficulty of the vintage was the mildew in, uh, in the end of, uh, of May because we, have, uh, we had a lot of rain in the end of May. But after that, all was very easy, very easy and nothing to do. Um, as far as characteristics, would you say the alcohol was? 13.5. Okay, so so it's not very high. I've come across a wine or two that was over 15. Yes. Some uh, white bank because in white bank all the merlot was very mature with very high alcohol, and in our fresh terroir in Pessac Lognan it's completely different, completely different. 
you have another uh, balance of the Merlot. The Merlot in Pesach Lognon are rich with no alcohol. So I was going to say, Pesach Lognon is a, an area of its own compared to you know the rest of the room. The character it's unique. Right. And what else is unique is white wine is not unique in Bordeaux. Not everyone makes it. I mean, that's in a very important aspect. Yeah. You know, of what you do with delicious white wine. Okay, what do we get out here? We are, we are the only appellation with a classification in white because the grave appellation with the grave soil are very fresh. And it's why we are doing amazing white in Pesac Réunion. Because if you want to keep and to age white, you need acidity. And to have acidity, you need a fresh terroir. And, and Exactly. That's great. Uh, well, Hugo, thank you for talking to us. I'm excited to uh, try the wines, and I wish you good luck. Thank you so much. This episode is supported by HRN business member Cafe Pana. Cafe Pana is an Italian-inspired ice cream shop serving daily changing flavors of house-made pints, scoops, sundaes, and affogatos. Find Cafe Pana shops in various New York locations or order online at cafepana.com for ice cream delivered right to your door. That's C-A-F-F-E-P-A-N-N-A.com. Our thanks to Cafe Pana for supporting HRN's creative educational reporting and storytelling that drive conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. All right, I'm here with Pauline Fradden from... Continent Ground. Continent Ground with the very distinct gold label in the chateau on it. So tell me about the 2020 vintage. So actually for us, 2020 is quite unique uh, because, because early 2020 we managed to increase significantly the size of the vineyard. And we purchased 11 hectares close to Chateau Margaux. And seven... 2020, the first year. Exactly. That. So that's exciting. Yes, and 70% of these new plots produce first wine. Okay. Since the first vintage, 70% produce first wine. So there is something more uh, in terms of structure, tension, deepness, character into, into the... Because of all the changes? This one, and also for the first time, we managed also to blend one big plot close to the chateau called L'Enclos. It's a plot of 20 years of uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, but with the perfect subsoil, uh, gravels, clay and limestone, uh, outstanding plot. And for the first time, we managed to blend them into Gartnagram. So there is something much more. Uh... So tell me about the characteristics. When you, so 2018, 2019, yes. 2020, pretty good vintage. Yes. Tell me about the characteristics of uh, 2020. Actually, it's a blend of the, the 18 and 19, but much deeper, much more tannic, uh, much more concentrated, but in the same time, much more balanced, uh, much more structured. And there's much more soul, you know, in the 2020 compared to 18 and 19. 18 was like very round, very expressive, very uh, modern, approachable, seductive, and like, it's like a too much vintage because there's... Sounds pretty ideal. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And 18 19 was really serious, the tension, and, and the 20, like, it's these two, but with much more character. And our managing director, José Sanfin, he's also the winemaker of the Chateau. And for him, it's his best vintage ever. It was before 22, but... Um, so tell me about drinkability. Is oh. something when it comes to market, you could drink it young, or does it demand 
You can, because you know the great vintage in Bordeaux are approachable every time, from two years to like five, 10, 15, 16, even longer. But we advise people to wait like six, seven years before enjoy it. But if you like the wine now, I'd say it's, it's depend on your taste and how you like the wines actually. But we're gonna age a little bit. Tell me a couple things. People drink a lot of Bordeaux. Most people realize they're from different, you know, regions and all that. Margot, which is a beautiful region. It is. Margot is well known. It's the best one. For, of course, you can say that, and I don't disagree. But what are some of the things about Margot that make us special? I would say it's a, it's the largest appellation of the Medoc area, so it's probably the complex appellation in Bordeaux. Uh, because among the 61 classified groups, we are 21 in Margot. Pretty good batting average. Yes. Like in baseball. Yes, right. it is. And um, it's you can like you can probably find what you like in in Margot because even if we are in the same appellation, we don't have the same soil, the same terroir, the same subsoil, the same exposure, the same plantation, and um, when you have something very classical every year. It's good, like Saint Julien, for like to find the same style year after year. But in Margot, like you really have to figure out what you love, and it's like finding the, the jewel of the appellation, and and it's really interesting appellation to like to really taste seriously each wine to really have a deep. Quite to tasting to do this. Yes. I mean, everybody's here. Yeah, because if you like, if you taste like Saint Julien, for like. You can find like the, the signature of the appellation, but in Margot is like quite impossible because we are so many, many, many in Margot, and and so many people saying that it's a very feminine appellation, but um, we don't agree because when you taste the wines, you feel that the character, the tension, the power. Of uh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with being <laughs> Of course. I look at it as like feminine. Feminine's a bigger word than what we used to know to be. It's all good. Tell me one last thing. We're in this huge room, side by side with all our winemaker friends, tasting like crazy. But when this wine was made, it was dead in the middle of COVID. Do you remember that far back? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it was, and, and, and actually it was like the, the light in this nightmare uh, because we were like locked down and we were like working at the chateau, but we were not seeing anyone. And we knew at that moment that we had like something very extraordinary and we were like, we need to let people know that they're gonna like have a huge, huge, huge vintage. And it was- The last thing you needed during COVID was a crappy vintage. Yeah, and, and in the 19 or so. Yeah. And and we had like the yeah, 19 was the first vintage of COVID uh, because right. for the premier, yeah, for the premier, and um, yeah, it was like the lights in this like, very very dark. Well, thank you. You're your welcome. Your You're welcome. Whenever you want. All right, I am at the Chateau La Gaffliere uh, table. I am with Ethan from their importer and Ethan's pouring their wine. This is a favorite of mine. So tell me about this vintage, 2020. So 2020, fantastic vintage coming out of Saint-Emilion. Chateau de Gaffiliere is really in the district of Gaffiliere, which is more or less in the center of the old town right next to Chateau Pavie. Uh, 2020, great vintage, a little bit, um, I mean, great through and through warm, but then at the end it cools off. Um, so you what get great rain? acidity. 
rain sprinkled in there? There was some rain sprinkled in there, but for the most part, I think we got all the grapes in and out um, in a fairly great fashion. And I think we'll see that there's a lot of power, a lot of finesse, and then that great acidity to sort of round it out and give it some great ageability. So you have to go out there and sell 18, 19, 20, maybe some are sold through. Of those three vintages, tell me how the 20 fits in. Uh, I think the 20 is still going to be quite austere and quite still on the younger side. The 18s are absolutely phenomenal right now. 18s absolutely gorgeous, really starting to show. But did the 18s need, need time? I think the 18s right now is drinking phenomenally. I think it needs a little out, bit more time than okay. what you'll see in 2020. I okay, think the so 2020... the 2020s are going to require. So tell me some of the characteristics of this wine. It needs time, that's one thing. Absolutely. Um, I think with that increase this year, we have about 30% Cabernet Franc versus 25 in other vintages. Okay. And so that slight raise in Cabernet Franc, you get that really sort of, I think you'll get that really great perfume, the floral the aspect, aromatics, the aromatics and really get a lot Why of that did rose. They up that? It's been a little bit in the typicity for, for uh, Saint Emilion, Grand Cru, to add a little bit increased Cabernet Franc. In some vintages, obviously, you'll see up even to 40. So I've been talking to winemakers. And all that. You're on the import side. All this stuff happened during COVID. We forgot that because we were in a crowded room without masks and all right. that. How were things then? I mean, were you basically you were working from home? Restaurants were closed. It was an it was a scary time. Yes, there was a lot of a lot of staying at home, and I do I work a lot very closely with restaurants and fine wine stores, and obviously in many cases they were either closed or not seeing people. So there was a lot of. Uh, interesting techniques of getting wine into people's glasses yeah. so hopefully we don't have to worry about that no. yeah hopefully not well thanks ethan thanks for the uh, intel thank you sir the, uh, importer point of view. yeah 2020 was a great vintage in terms of maturity if we if we go back to the beginning it was the pandemic remember so april uh, was really sunny and dry it helps the flowering it helps the flowering uh, uh, a lot so it was quite even uh, because of the the, 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 the the sunny and dry months of April, then uh, July we remember having a lot of rainfall, so we had a lot of, of mildew pressure. How do you treat mildew? You spray. So yeah, we 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 spray mostly copper. When you are in 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 biodynamic, you can you can just use three so kg per hectare. Yeah, we studied the biodynamic uh, process. Practice or certified? Practice. Okay. It's not certified, but practice uh, from 2009. Just because the Champagne House Roderer, which is the same owner uh, as uh, Pichon Comtesse, uh, they, they, they were started the biodynamic process in 2005. So we just we've, we've stolen the two consultants, uh, Burgundian guys, and we and we and we copied the, 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 the work process uh, uh, we did in Roderer, but but we, we did the same at uh, Pichon Comtesse. And then we we will be certified organic, so fully organic, 100% uh, by the vintage 2024, started 2021. So 2020 is, 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 is a great vintage of maturity with acidity. Maybe it's a good combination of uh, exuberance uh, that you can get in the 2018, but we have the acidity and the, the tension that you get in the 2019. So it's, it's a three in a row, but 2020 is a fantastic balance between the 18 and the 19. So you said the 20 higher acids on the 2020? Sorry? The, the acid. Yeah, the acid, yeah, the pH is, uh, yeah, pH is 3, 3.7, while the pH of the 18 was 3.85. So the pH is, 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 is lower. It means that the acidity is, is much higher than the 18. So it's more, more classic vintage in, in Bordeaux than the 18. So we're talking in January of 2023. 
when will the wines be available to the market? You mean the organic one? Or? The, the, the fully organic wine? Oh, no. when will you? Ah, the 2020, we, we bottled uh, last July 2022, and the wine will start to arrive in the US market this month, I think. Oh, as soon as February? Yeah, February 2023. All right, that was Florent Gentil yeah. from Pichon uh, Comtes, Pichon Longville. Um, thank you for talking to us, and good luck with the vintage. Thank you very much. If you have a question, suggestion, wine happening, or event, hit me up at samatthegrapenation.com. That's samatthegrapenation.com. Subscribe to the Grape Nation podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. Leave a review if you like the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at sbenruby and on Twitter at benruby. You can always find us on both by using the hashtag the Grape Nation. We are on Facebook at the Grape Nation. We'll post the list of wineries we spoke with on our social media sites. Thank you to all the wineries from Bordeaux for taking time to speak with us at a very busy tasting. Thank you to our engineer, Armin, and everyone at the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Sam Ben Ruby, and you've been listening to The Grape Nation. The Grape Nation is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.